Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property uplift deals. This is the holy grail. Everyone wants to do it. Everyone looks at it and go, wow, you know, it's such a great multiple effect in and out in six months, nine months, and you're making you know, 30, 40, 50, sometimes 100% on the money you've put into the deal. Now, the trick of that is that there is a holding cost, there is a tenancy time frame, and there's also capital cost. Get any of those wrong and you end up costing you a lot more money than uh, than you thought and you end up losing on the deal than gaining on the deal so what is it that you need to look for what kind of properties is there a tenant that's helping you support the outgoings as you do the works how do you structure something like this so let's look forward to some examples in this podcast where i'll be sharing with you what are some of the things to do some things not to do some things to look at some of the assessments and if you want the visual version of it which i highly recommend if you're looking at uplift you really need the visual version of it and you need people on the ground to be able to especially to start with to touch and feel or someone who's really knowledgeable about the area so you get to know what you're uh, in the future your leasing uh, and your leasing potential in terms of uh, time frame is uh, if that is what you're interested in go and tune into my youtube channel commercial property roadshow with helen tarrant but in the meantime here's a recording of it and you can see some of the examples and i can walk you through exactly what you're going to need to uplift a commercial property Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. Today, I'm covering my final strategy. So it is four-part series. So if you missed the other two, three uh, parts to it, please go back and watch the last couple of weeks where we're going to talk about the overall strategy, where then we went in-depth about set and forget. We went in-depth about undervalued properties. Uh, we talked about now we're going to talk about uplift properties. So I'm going to share with you a range of uplift properties that we've done. I'm going to share with you uh, some of the properties, what it is trending now. So you get to see a few years before, just a few years now. And I'm going to share with you the journey that we went through and what we're currently doing right now. So I always say that if you are going to be a buyer's agent, which is what we are, we're a specialist buyer's agents in boutique in the commercial property space. If we're going to be an educator, a buyer's agent, we have to be walking the talk. So everything I'm going to teach you, all of my videos, things we have done, everything I've done there, shared are all live and all stories that either our clients, our colleagues, or things that we've got direct information from. So uh, I want to share with you today some of these properties. So the thing about uplift properties is you buy the property when it's partially vacant, then you tenant it, and then you create the uplift, right? So the first time we did this was about 2017. So I'm going to show you my first deal. So then you get to see that, you know, I'm not just uh, I'm not just on, on a YouTube video. I'm actually showing you the real thing. So this is the first deal we bought. And you can see, sold in 2nd of June 2017. So this property is in Curry Curry. For those of you who don't know where Curry Curry is, it's actually about 20 minutes outside of Newcastle. And you can see that 20 minutes outside of Newcastle, what um, we're seeing here is that we're seeing that 
the area is gentrifying a lot because the property prices there are probably still two to three hundred thousand, so very, very affordable compared to Newcastle, which is twice or sometimes more than that. So um, people can live here and still work in Newcastle. People can have uh, can set up here and still be, you know, having doing contracted work in Newcastle. So you can set up accountant's office, you can set up a lawyer's office, you can set up anything you want in that area, and then you can still be working in Newcastle. So um, this is where looking so this is the property itself we bought it vacant except for one atm and so inside you can see it's not flash uh it's not beautiful the carpet is probably okay but everything else probably needed a facelift so then the other side looks much better uh and we can see the back is a little bit old a little bit dilapidated that you need it to be fixed and but it's in that main street of uh, of curry current so near this roundabout as well so that's what the front of it looks like at this point in this property so uh just so that you get to know this uh we then we bought it with just the atm so vacant possession just the atm so i can share with you what we did was that it has one shop which has open plan with three offices and then we've got shop two which is seven meters and one's a little bit big, bigger than the other which has the atm so that's the atms on this side on the side two nearest to the roundabout and then we've got the residential one bedroom flat at the back and so we've got and then we've got an atm license of six years and seven and a half thousand now with all properties that has a residential attachment you will know that that property is absolutely going to be run down. So you have to refurbish the residential. So we have done that. So what we have done is we have refurbished it. And I want to share with you a new, um, I want to share with you this, um, this is the street view. So this is what it looks like now. So it's got the ATM. We have a um, sort of a, a tenant in there that is in, in that beauty, health, um, sort of that, that that does a little bit of holistic healing and all of that stuff that's in there at the moment. Now, we've had a couple of change of tenants in the time we've owned it. Uh, first, we had a um, a bargain shop that went through that didn't work out, and now we've got a new set of tenants. We're now we have a complete planning solution, so they're town planners. They moved from another spot to this spot, and so they absolutely love this place. They actually did their own fit out we actually gave them really really good rent because we were trying to fill the tenancy so we filled half of the tenancy we did a little bit of refurbishment so not a huge amount of refurbishment we have done a little bit of refurbishment but mainly our refurbishments were at the back of the building so we actually refurbished the the, the uh the residential so the normal thing i look at is when you spend when you look at something like this you spend somewhere between 10 to 15 percent of the purchase price on the property so we spent about 50k on the property in and out like gutting the back um doing giving some tenant incentives refurbishing it and everything else now we got it tenanted so right now including the atm that property is yielding uh, the property is doing about fifty two thousand dollars net net right so after outgoings as we get each of the tenants in there so each proportion of the commercial tenants they started to pay um their outgoings so that's why um we we then started to offset on the outgoings. So when we first started coming through, you know, it was the holding cost plus we had the outgoings. But as soon as we get tenants, the outgoings were offset. We're only paying a little bit for the tenant at the back. And we managed to be able to get it rented out at the back. And they were getting about 150, 170. By the time we refurbished it, we're getting, we ended up getting the tenant at the back about $300 a week. So it, it's, it's sort of, it's transformed that. So it took us about eight, uh, 12 months to get it right, about 18 months starts really getting the cash flow coming into this deal. Now, this is interesting because I want to share with you that recently just down the road uh, here, 
uh, down the road at 157 Lane Street has just come up for sale. And I want to share with you this because when you look at it, you can see that uh, it's just down the road. So, you know, it's in a nice and neat little spot. Look, it's got a it's smaller uh, than the one we have. Uh, but it's neat and tidy, and they're obviously long-term tenants. At the back, is not looking too flash. In fact, there's still loads of carpet tiles uh, and lots of storage. This is an area potentially could do some extensions to, uh, and obviously there's parking internally, but, you know, you might later on change that into something else. So we've got the garage, then we've got the back room. Yes, you could probably, if you were doing the tenants in this one, you could probably have the tenants at the front and then you could have the store uh, change the tenant into uh, a one-bedroom or something at the back and do a bit of an extension. But you'll have to be able to move to the bathrooms or the sinks to another bathroom here for the tenant. So, you know, the tenant, uh, you can then have dual tenancy. But what, uh, so this is what it looks like. But guess what they want for this property? They want three hundred and ninety nine thousand for it, and the 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 tenant is currently willing to pay market rent of twenty two thousand dollars. So this is being sold on a five percent yield. Now, if I was to look at that property, we we did, which was 462 in 2017. We did spend about 50K or so on it. There's some tenant incentives uh, on there. And let's say we, you know, we paid the commission on that property. Uh, and let's say that, you know, all up, everything cost us 600,000 for that property. Today, a tenant that is paying, you know, $52,000 worth of inside and outside of that tenant, uh, and if it's selling at, you know, even a 5.5%, it's worth somewhere around 900000 That's a massive, massive jump. That's like a 50% increase from the time we owned it to the time of doing it up, spending the one year doing it up, and then reaping the benefits of it for the last three years. Now, because that was so good, we are going to rinse and repeat that. So this is what I recently have on the contract, and this is, you know, what we call a pure uplift property, right? So this is in Gordon Vale, so somewhere totally different. But the thing is, it's 20 minutes from Cairns. Just like Curry Curry is 20 minutes from Newcastle, this is 20 minutes from Cairns. Old NAB building, the previous one we bought was an old um, Newcastle Union building. It has the ATM. $7,500 in rent, uh, three-year-by-three-year lease because at the moment ATMs are exiting, so three-year-by-three-year lease. We've got this property potential to be divided into two, so it's gonna, we're going to spend a little bit more on this because it needs to be carved up where the other one's already carved up. Uh, it's got the signage on the top, which is great. Uh, sort of going through, doesn't have the same exposure as you would the other one. Uh, it just doesn't have the same layout as such because it doesn't have exposure at the back. So you can't really extend it to create the – it's got a courtyard, but you can't really extend it to create, I guess, uh, the the one-bedroom apartment that you would in this – that in the curry one that you could in this one. But, look, it's professional office space. It's at the moment it's in a neat condition. We just need to gun it and bring it back to bare shell. Uh, look, the back is not something that's usable, but look, if it was to become a food tenant, then, you know, it, they can use the back back of it. If it wasn't a food tenant, then you can always divide the, that into two, leaving the bathroom as common area for both of them. So that's where the property is, and that's what we're looking to do. So we're buying this property for 605000 so a little bit more. 
um, and look some of the major developments. So looking at Gordon Vale, this is development inside inside Woolies. The really interesting thing is to look at comparable rents when you do this inside Woolworths. When in that complex of development, they're asking for one thousand dollars per square meter for rent. Here outside, this is two hundred dollars roughly, maybe two fifty at most per square meter for rent. So what we're going to try to achieve here is a roughly a 60, it's, it's about a 10% net. So if I'm buying a 605, I would want a $60,000 net rent after all my expenses. Um, and that's really what I'm aiming for. Um, and what that will do is that that will translate to probably the value of the property in this current market, somewhere between you know, around maybe 850,000, but holding it for a year, letting the yield compress, letting the market uh, let the market continue to grow for a little bit. The property could in time, you never know, two, three years' time be worth a million dollars. Refinance it, do it again, right? That is your equity. That's manufactured equity. And from there, you, you can rinse and repeat and you continuously to do that. So there are some of the ideas there. But one of the things I thought I could talk to you about is, you know, maybe some of these things about retenancy. So I want to share with you this property here. So this property is a property to retenant. So this property is one of these things, things that come up and I look for, whereas a short lease, the lease is about to end in three or four months' time, and that means I can buy it in without being GST exempt, which is important because no one, if you're buying a $500,000 property, you don't want to be coming up with $50,000 as GST, right? That's a lot of money. So having tenants like that is still there makes it GST exempt. And because it's GST exempt, uh, it makes it easier for you to actually then buy it, retain it, and um, and use it for for later on. So as you can see here, we've got uh, the rise here. Uh, it is basically Pilates Studio. So this is a property in the ACT. And look, I've taken you everywhere. I've taken you from New South Wales. I've taken you to New South Wales. I've taken you to uh, to Queensland, and I'm taking you back to ACT. You can do uplift projects almost anywhere, but you've got to know the metrics. And this is where in the last few years, because we've been doing it ourselves, we've really become proficient in it. So this is a property. It's next door to a massage complex, and Greenways is quite populated with lots and lots of different tenants. So the main thing here is to look through this and see what we've got here in terms of uh, what you can do with the fit out. You see, the floor is quite nice. So, if we can leave the floor where it is, if the air conditioning is good, can we partition this into two or can we just have it as one space where we can create office spaces and make it quite welcoming? So, it's quite a simple space. And one of the options for this is actually just pure retenancy, right? Now, I think $4.95, obviously negotiable because it's vacant. Parking spaces, uh, it's got lots of residential there. At the moment, it's got tenants expiring in June, uh, January 2022. So, again, a really good option. So one of the things, if you can't get a 7% or 7.5% or even 6% right now in metro areas, a high-yielding property, one of the things you should do is get a vacant property, retenant it, get much higher yield, and then you'll be able to rip the reward of equity and pull out and redo it again. And that's a simple way. When you're looking at a property like that in ACT, it's a set and forget property, but it needs a retenancy. But don't do this deal if it means that you are going to buy vacant, tenant it, and you're not going to get sit above market in your yield. That Then there's pointless for you to take on the risk. You only take on the risk if the reward is worth it at the end. But you're going to need hand-holding through this because it is scary during retenancy. And it's scary when you have a vacant property. It is uh, you need to make sure the metrics hits, 
And you also need to know the area and do a lot of research. So if this is a strategy you're interested in and this is a strategy you want to get into, do reach out to me, helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au or helencarrot.com. Let's get on the strategy call. Let's talk about your commercial property journey, how we can help you create wealth through commercial property. And answer any of your questions on commercial, anything you want me to cover off in other videos, post it, post it down there uh, in this uh, in the chat box. Let me know uh, what you want so I can cover that off, who you want me to speak to in this industry, and let's make you some passive income. So reach out to me, helentarrant.com, click the link, subscribe, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.